Rise and shine, my little friend. This is Ants Under the Sun. Let's observe. The Tree of Life. This was the next room. I wandered into one giant collaboration. This large and circular room, filled with vermilion and tan, swirling monsters just the same as the one in the main pantheon room, all of them rising from one center point. They crept out in all directions, growing as if imitating Yggdrasil, the world tree. These large giant murals reminded me of indigenous patterns with their tribal inspirations we could see from down under. Here's an excerpt from the description of this room, written in both Japanese and English, of course. Quote, The Tree of Life Since ancient times, living things have been represented in art with various techniques and interpretations. For example, flowers, plants, and trees symbolize regeneration and resurrection, as in mythical tree of life, while at the same time there are familiar beings that beautify our everyday lives, making them a favorite subject for painters throughout history. This section features Asai Yusuke as guest artist and presents his works alongside others from the Yokohama Museum of Art Collection, depicting animals and plants. Asai is known for installations containing living things rendered on walls and streets using everyday materials such as soil and masking tape. End quote. You get a different experience of this room walking around it. It depends on the angle. It depends on which side. It depends on which mood. What your thoughts were at that time. The animals that could bite out at you, depending on which feelings were evoked. Observers stood at various distances to the walls. It was fascinating. I sat at the bench right in the center to pull into myself the large tree as a whole. But closer, closer to the walls, there were fine micro details in between each root, branch, and animal. Tiny expressions, specks of dust, purposefully painted in, leaves painted in. The winds swooped in through strange patterns. The wall was made surreal when looked at by the naked eye. There was a certain molding of plants, birds, animals, creatures of wonder. You could make out cats, sparrows, tigers to jaguars. There was a large foot on the opposite wall facing the tree of life. There was a large footprint on the opposite wall facing the tree of life, essentially a place for the collaborators to write their signatures within the cute little thing. Littered across the floor on pedestals were the individual's works. High schoolers who are thinking of getting into art, art students from colleges and universities proving their worth on their known figure, and all had deserved their special place in this room. All before the Tree of Life, on black pedestals, these fine pieces of art were the branches I felt, extended out for observers to touch, feel, notice from all angles. The Tree of Life wanted us to play with its children, and we could only accept and enjoy. There were frames with pictures too. There were all interpretations of life by both the young and the experienced. Well, I could be wrong. The young could have more experience in life than the old, especially those who do not do much with their own. But I digress. These are artists. They see life in their own perspective. This 
This is an attempt at collecting them all together. It's a variety, organized, but life is such that variety adds flavor nonetheless. We have dark ones and light ones and art pieces from strange, unusual angles. I guess that's why museums attract all kinds of people. You could probably find a one there. But really, the entire room is haunting and overwhelming at the same time. It reminded me of just how little I am, or just how minuscule I can be compared to these pieces. Their combined imagination, larger than life, larger than my whole life even, could fill a room this big, and I could only wonder in silence. It was monstrously wonderful, like a picture taken of life growing through time. There was a video right outside the entrance to show the behind the scenes. Ten straight days of collective work, a time lapse of every single corner of the room decorated in lovely fashion. The team brought up tables to the center to lay out all the paintbrushes, paints, and other assortment of tools creators of the tree of life would need. I could see the tree getting built. They would put layers to outline where the tree would expand, and any empty space would get filled by animals and monsters, whatever the juniors want. But the largest monsters are, of course, done by Mr. Yusuke. He took charge. They were the greatest terrors the Tree of Life could ever produce. The juniors watched in awe. They could only do so much beneath his grand direction. They could only, given the large size of the round hall, paint so much before observers would focus all their attention only on the room as a whole, a life born out of many created by many, surrounding my own. A statement by Asai Yusuke reads the following. Quote, When I pick up seeds in the forest or in city streets, I look up at the trees nearby and am caught up in marvelous reveries about what these seeds contain. A single seed prepares itself to germinate, and when the time is right, it breaks its shell and sends a sprout up towards the sky and roots down into the ground, growing in accordance with its environment, spreading leaves that absorb light while sucking up water and nutrients from the soil. A plant has the flexibility to take on all kinds of forms, constantly changing as it grows at a pace invisible to the human eye. Every plant we see appears static throughout its life, but in fact keeps on moving and has the sturdiness to stabilize itself as it constantly changes. Eventually, it bears flowers and fruit, which travel to other places, riding on the wind and on animals, in a process that is both random and inevitable. All things may seem disjointed, but are unavoidably connected. Works from the museum collection come together in this place, before they return to another place in storage. Paint and soil and the gazes of viewers intersect and new seeds sprout and grow. It is not a mystical process, but the most fundamental source of the act of making. While carefully listening to the sounds of this place, as if listening to ancient voices, I draw a small point. Everything starts from a small point, and the things that emerge from each point always grow into something wondrous, a web of life that never ends. At this museum, which I often visited in my student days, I had the opportunity to do a second residency after about 12 years 
During these 10 days, it was as if time were compressed and my mind raced the entire time, traveling immense distance as I worked. End quote. Right there in the corner, there was a hatch for what I think was the control box. Might have been for the spotlights hung up on the high ceiling. On the hatch cover was a small thank you note from Asai Yusuke himself and the team. A lovely touch to otherwise a grand undertaking. Their words were there to thank me for entering this room and witness their work. No, no, no. That's not right. It should be my pleasure. Thank you, Yusuke-san, for giving me the chance to see her works. It's growing, glowing, and breathing in life. Kanshastemas. I walked away from the tree of life and moved on to the next room. The sun is setting, my little friend. Back into the burrows. This was part two of the Yokohama Museum of Art. You can get there by walking from Minato Mirai Station in Yokohama, a ways away from Tokyo. It's a lovely place to explore. Ants Under the Sun is a podcast created, hosted, and written by Norman T. Chella, a Malaysian of the Iban tribe from Borneo Island. That's me. The songs used in this episode were the following. Plaint, Dubaku Pado, and Ripples from Kevin McLeod of Incompetech.com. For more on this show, you can check out thatsthenorm.com slash ants. Once again, thatsthenorm.com slash ants. It's where I house all my other shows, too. If you like the show, consider subscribing in your favorite podcast listening app, whether it be Spotify, CastBox, Apple Podcasts, or the app of your choice. To keep the show alive, you can help me out by giving a start review on Apple Podcasts as well. <laughs> it sounds tiring to repeat it over and over again, but I'm genuinely grateful for the fact that you're listening to this. Seeing your support by subscribing and reviewing is an amazing thing as well. And I thank you for the bottom of my heart for it. <laughs>